What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 615 Podcast. It's your host, Leo. And today we are talking Titans, Giants, with the man himself, Sneaky G. And we'll be back right after this and a word from our sponsor. everybody welcome in of course let's take care of some housekeeping um share the show out smash hit the subscribe button smash the bell and turn it on to all so you know when we go live the socials are scrolling across the bottom of the screen twitter at podcast 615 instagram at the underscore 615 podcast and on tiktok at lee hillis and of course donations are greatly appreciated to keep the show going and that is right there too. YouTube is the 615 Podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify, you make the show great when you listen. And of course, let's go ahead and bring our guest in. Sneaky G, what is going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Stefan, a.k.a. Sneaky G. Bad. What's going on, man? Lee, I want to thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to come in and talk some smack to you for about <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, because uh, tighten up? No, it's going to be tightened down. Okay? It's going to be tightened down. What's, go- what's going on, man? <laughs> well, the NFL season is upon us. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's um, – it's weird when the Super Bowl ends. Okay. It's one thing when, see, for us, you know, you guys made the playoffs. Um, for us, when, when the season was over week 17, it's, it, it's kind of like a, a blur from end of January till about now. I mean, I'm sorry. Then, you know, we have playoffs, not playoffs. We have uh, the draft. And then, of course, we have, you know, now I don't even count the preseason because like training camp is, is a blur. And 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 then now is the time that um, we get to live again. You know, not only the birds come out singing and chirping, but the fans come out and we get to start cheering and screaming. So I'm excited. So, as as everyone knows, we are here talking Titans-Giants ahead yes. of the Week 1 matchup. Yes. And uh, we're going to start off talking with about the injury report that came out with the Week 1 ahead of the Week 1 matchup. This is the Wednesday edition for the Titans. Lonnie Johnson and Elijah Molden did not practice due to a groin injury. Chance Campbell... Um, was limited because of a knee injury, and Jamarco Jones was limited due to a tricep. And then let's head over to the Giants side of this. Dane Belton was limited. The whole everybody was limited, right? Uh, right. Dane Belton was limited due to a clavicle. Aziz Ojolari, which I was high on last year, was limited due to a calf. Sterling Shepard was uh, his Achilles. And a guy that I was also really high on this year, Kayvon Thibodeau. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it was uh it was an uh, an ill-advised uh block in a preseason game. Um I want to say it was against the Bengals. Uh where the tight end kind of went low uh where he, you know, I honestly believe I it wasn't a dirty hit, but it was a hit that uh, or a block that 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 I think he could have done without. But when you have somebody as big as Thibodeau coming at you, I don't think you have any choice but to go low, but yeah, it's something that I I'm not too 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 high on, if you will. But the Titans and the Giants have a lot of history. We do we going do. back going back to the late '70s, early '80s. Uh, well, actually, I, first thing that came to mind was when we played against Vince Young when OC uh, went to go tackle him, and he didn't want to get a roughing the passer flag, and he let him run, and that's when you guys came back and beat us. That, but, that's the first thing that came to mind. Well, yeah, these two teams going these two these two teams have a whole lot of history going back to the late seventies, early eighties, and let's let's just run through this whole the history of these two teams. Okay, the series the series is tied at six of games, six wins apiece. Titans have won six of the last seven. Tannehill is one and zero against us. Yes, in okay. his career. Okay. And but in tw- the twelve games that this that these two teams have played, the Giants have outscored the Titans two thirty nine to two nineteen. Wow, wow, that is that's that's okay. All right, but of course the Giants don't don't sleep on them. the Giants are a good team. We we are we are. Um... I guess you could say we could be the NFL's Phoenix. You know, we're down in the ashes, but we're going to rise above. Uh, definitely rise above the, the you know, uh, this year. We're, we're not going to be in the last place of the NFC East this year. I That's not going to happen. Um, you know, whole new regime, um, whole new coaching staff, and a different attitude. And I think that's going to oh, yeah. go a long way. I mean, the guys are buying off of what they, what DeBall is uh I'm sorry, Dable, uh, who you know, who's who's putting out the the mess. They're buying off on it, and we're just. I'm excited. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm. I was out there uh, to on two two days during their training camp, and you could just see how um, how the, the team change. is reacting. Yeah, yeah, how the team is reacting to the new regime. So, and of course, everybody knows Brian Dable is coming over from Buffalo. Yes. Who who's a who was a really good team last year? Yeah, uh, but they were like throw it thirteen seconds away from the AFC Championship. I think that's yeah. what you can say. And then you also have Wink Martindale, commands yes. DC defensive coordinator, Baltimore, yeah, from Baltimore. Yeah. And one thing I know about those Baltimore defenses when Wink Martindale was there, they love to blitz. Yeah. Yeah, the packages are uh, are extremely intense, and sadly, I think that's why Blake Martinez uh, got released. Uh, it was—I mean, I don't know Giant fans. I'm sure they have, but um, Blake Martinez, one of our premier linebackers who got injured last year with an Achilles, was released um, late last week, and um, it was uh, it was mutual. And it was because it was the type of defense that Morndell, uh, you know, that he he coaches, and it just wasn't a fit. And of course, they had to go their separate ways. So I, I'm and, I'm really curious on seeing how we're going to be playing against the Titans. I mean, because my main concern, I, I know I, I hate to get off script a little bit, but 
is Derrick Henry. Is Derrick Henry. I mean, that that is the elephant in the room. No pun yes. intended. Let's let's yes. be real. Um, I mean, we see what Derrick Henry does to cornerbacks. I mean, ask what, what's his name? Josh, Josh Norman. Josh Norman. I mean, he threw the man 15 you, feet. And it was a and it didn't even count. It didn't even how do you take a man's pride and that play don't count? So uh, and I I know no def, no corner or DB wants to be uh, on the receiving end of that. So I think collectively, um, uh, we we have we just have to stop Henry. That, there's no way around it. And for me, I think there might be somebody on the end of one of those. And <coughs> Dory Jackson, the former Tennessee type. Yeah, I think, what's that? I think Dory might be aware of the situation. <laughs> You know, I think he's I think he stood up in the defensive meeting and was like, look, I got hit by one time. It's a truck. I'm going to need more than just one of y'all. So it's going to be and, and to be fair, um, McKinney, one of the most physical safeties out there. Uh, I don't want to see him being the only one making a tackle on Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair to say if we can, it's kind of like you remember that show that 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 uh, that sitcom back in the that back in the day, Heroes. You know, save the cheerleader, save the world, right? I've, I've heard about it, right? So I think you know, stop Derrick Henry, win the game. I think that is going to be the mantra yes. uh, this week. Uh, um, you know, for the Titans against the Titans, but. A game cannot come without some bad news. Titans have lost outside linebacker Harold Landry for the year to a torn ACL. Oh, Got, no. dude, dude's coming off of a 12-and-a-half sack season, a Pro Bowl appearance, and he just got a huge five-year, $87.5 million extension. Oh, man. You know, injuries. But it's, hate- it's, all, it's part of the game. You know, I, I hear that, and actually, we were talking about that a few minutes ago uh, with the NFC East guys. So, shout out to Jim Jeffcoat, Brian Williams, former NFL players. One was saying that you know they overtrain. One say they undertrain, and I made a I made a comment. It could be. I mean, at what point do we look at the type of field that these guys play on? Yeah. Um, I was actually there when um, Dak Prescott broke his ankle. And you can see when Logan Ryan pulled him down to make the tackle. It was a legit tackle, right? Yeah. It was a legit tackle. But you can also see the cleat, you know, kind of grab on and to, it, the, to the to the turf. And it just, it just, it just, yeah, he broke his ankle. And he was out for the season. So, and again, that, that yes, I'm a Giants fan. I'm not, I'm not saying that in any ill will. I'm just saying what I saw. Yeah. Uh, it was so unfortunate. But, um so it's it's really you know when you see these injuries like Beckham, I mean he got injured in the Super Bowl running across the middle of the field. There was there's some tape out there that you you see the players saying, you know, don't run across the middle of the field. That area is slippery. I mean, it, yeah, injuries are part of the game, but I think it's it should be more so part of the turf. I think that's what we yeah. need to start looking at. Um, but it's 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 so unfortunate because these guys train year round to get on the field, to play for a Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl, and for it to be cut short before the season even starts. I mean, you guys you guys were in what? In the divisional round, top had seed. The fir- had the first round by. Had the first round by. 
So there's a lot of high hopes. You guys have a lot of high expectations. So did he, I'm assuming. Yeah. And and now here he is getting ready for for surgery out for the year. And of course, looking at the depth chart, I've looked at it. They have uh, Danico Altry playing opposite of Bud Dupree. Okay. As your second outside linebacker with um, either Rashad Weaver or uh, um, Ola Adani behind Danico. And then playing in place in replacement of Danico next to Jeff, the, uh, is, when I say Jeff, I mean Big Jeff Simmons. Mm-hmm. They have uh, um, T.R. Tartar. Okay, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking. So wait, but, so let, let, let's back up real quick. So I see... So I see who we have. You mean as our linebackers, right? Yes. For- so we have, um, uh, hold on. So we got Adoree Jackson and we got Aaron Robinson. No, those are the corners. I'm sorry. Uh, so we got uh, Kadavius, uh, Crowder, and then uh, Cilantro. I, I call him Cilantro. <clears throat> we got Austin. And then we have McFadden. And then we have Fox. Coughlin and Brown as their backups. That that's the roster I'm looking at now. Yeah. But that may not be the official everything on game day, so Okay. We'll, uh, we'll, true. We'll, like, we'll just have to wait and see who's out right. there on game day. Right. And of course, it is a 4:25 Eastern, 3:25 Central kick. Yeah. From Nashville. But let's let's go ahead and head into the keys to victory from both sides. And I, okay. I guess we'll go ahead and let you start this off. Like, what what are the di- Giants, what are your top four keys? What do the Giants have to do to win this game? Okay, well, first of all, it's going to be Daniel Jones. Let's just address that elephant in the room, okay? He is coming off of an um, uh, 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 injury from last year. Uh, the Giants did not pick up his fifth-year option. Um or extension, I should say. And he understands that the reason why they didn't pick that up was because this is a whole new regime. They don't owe him anything. So he has to go out, compete, and prove himself. So that's the first thing. Um, Okay, Barkley. That's another player that's hungry that needs to – I mean, that understands the fact that he has to step up and he wants to be the player of old. Um. And I don't know if you heard his last commentary, but he was a little out of character when he said, F everybody. But you got to understand his mindset. Everybody's doubting him. Everybody's putting him in the ground already before the season even started. And when I mean everybody, I I mean not only people outside of the Giants fan base, but you have Giant fans as well not believing in him saying that we shouldn't have drafted him second overall um offensive line last year our offensive line was atrocious this year there has been significant upgrades um i'm consistent on messing up names so bear with me here um for center we got john uh uh, feliciano from buffalo um we have uh, Brenson, of course, Thomas, of course, Neil, the rookie this year. And then we got uh, 
Glowalski um, at right guard. Oh, well, Glowinski. Glowinski. Yeah, Glowinski. I told you I mess up names. At least I'm at least I'm consistent on that. Um, they understand that they need to play better. Yeah. In order to be successful. Um, and the final key, coaching. This is a whole new regime. Yeah. This is where we can actually, uh, we, I mean, you know, Dable staff to uh, prove, I don't want to say prove, but to see how far the players have came from the time that they met them, from the time they established the new offensive scheme, the new defensive scheme, their, you know, their, uh, their scheme, their theology, their character, everything into week one uh, and into Sunday at 420. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see on a lot of standpoints. So I, I can't wait. Well, from my, from my standpoint, I went first key, slow down Saquon. Okay. There we go. Because dude is a double threat. Of course, his career stats, career, his career stats in rushing, 659 carries, 2,937 yards, and 19 touchdowns. Yeah. His career stats in receiving, 190 receptions, 1,482 yards, and eight touchdowns on the ground. Dude is a threat. And 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 I, I hate to add the asterisk. It's when he's healthy. Yes. When he's healthy. I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree. Agreed. And then for me, number two, protect Tannehill. Tannehill was sacked 47 times in 2021. That was top five in the league. He was sacked 20 times before week six. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can keep that tradition going into Sunday. And then, of course, number three for me, feed Derek Henry. <laughs> Get Derek involved early and often. That's the Titans offense right there is running Derek Henry. Facts. Yep. And uh, Mike Vrabel said in his press conference today, don't expect any type of pitch count for Derek. Yeah, because he he broke his foot, right? Broke his foot in the Indianapolis game and finished that game. And then he came back for that divisional game, too, that playoff game. And, of course, I had a roundtable back at the end of June with Kayla Anderson and Jonathan Hutton from there in Nashville. And I said, Derrick Henry did not look 100%. Yeah, no. I, I think people have a misconstrued when it comes to injuries. And I kind of want to reflect on Saquon Barkley for a sec. The the thing that I want I'm, I want to convey is that when you have an injury, you and when you get back on the field, you're you're not a hundred percent. I don't care if you're healed. If you're, you're, there's a little mental aspect of that injury. You don't know if you can trust your body. Exactly. And I, I think that's what Derek was doing. Well, and that was the issue with Saquon last year as well. And he was going on the, and I made that comment prior to 
him coming on and, and being upfront and honest with, with the fans and, and saying he didn't trust his body when he got on the field. But this year's differently. I mean, so that mental block for Saquon is gone. Now, let, let's keep in mind, he even though he, he was out some games last year, he was a year removed from that significant knee injury he got against Chicago the yeah. year before. So, and then, and I say that I, I don't, I'm not going to predict how I think Henry is going to do uh, against the Giants, but I'll tell you right now, an 80% Henry, it's better than 100% than a lot of these running backs, other than Saquon, yeah. of course, other than <laughs> Saquon um, in the league. So I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad how you kind of went back and forth about the keys to victory. Um, looking at looking at both sides. Of yeah, it. I like that. And and for me, I would have then I, I need to retract what I said because then my four keys is stop Derrick Henry, stop Derrick Henry, stop Derrick Henry, and you know stop, stop Derrick Henry. Henry. Yeah, I mean I, I mean that's the four keys. I mean to be fair. And then the fourth and final key for me is force slash limit mistakes and play your brand of ball. Titans need to limit their mistakes and force the Giants into mistakes and get back to what you do so well, which is run that play action. I I love how you articulate that. So I'm just going to say ditto, but put the Giants in place of where you say Titans and Titans of where you you (laughs) say Giants. But (laughs) if, if you think about it, last year the Titans did not have a true number one tight end. Anthony Ferks are terrible. Jeff Swaim, uh, but now you see what we have. We have Austin Hooper. We have right. Shiga Conquo. We have Jeff Swaim. And and Hooper is a thorn in my side because uh, he actually scored a touchdown against us in the twenty, the twenty, the COVID season uh, against twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty when when he was with Cleveland, and um, I don't like him. I don't <laughs> like him at all. So. Um, so little did you know you'd be facing him two years later, right? Right, you know. So, and well, we're playing, you know. I think for us, um, obviously, you guys have the advantage, you know, we're playing at home and it's going to be a battle. I mean, let's just be honest, it's going to be a battle. Um, and of course, I think let me pull up the spread while you're talking uh, there for a second. Um, I, I'll tell you what, though, regardless of what type of battle it's going to be, I'm excited football is back. I'm excited. I can't wait. I hate the fact that we play at a 420 game because if it wasn't playing at a 420 game, we would have been in Nashville this weekend watching the game live. But because it was such a, a later game, you know, there, I I just didn't want to take the leave. Uh you know, for to, to be in Nashville for another night. Uh, nothing against Nashville. I just, I kind of, I want to make sure I have some leave for Christmas. At you know, by the end of the year. So, but uh, other than that, I just uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to this weekend. So, and this is per the Tennessee, and they're in Nashville. The Titans are five and a half point favorites for right. Sunday's Week One NFL game against the New York Giants. And the Giants' money line is plus 200. The line is minus 240. Mm-hmm. 43 and a half. So if I'm not mistaken, and, and I'm new to this whole, I'm, I'm like two years in about how this the odds work out, right? 
So the home team automatically gets three points, right? If I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Okay. But, so what so I've been yeah, told. The, the over under. Yeah. yeah. So what I've been told, the home team normally automatically gets three points. Automatically. So if you take that in consideration, it's going to be a close game. What what's the yeah. what's the over under? What what's the over under on the on the game? What do they got? The spread? Yeah. The, oh yeah, the over under is forty. Well, the over under forty three and a half. Yeah, that's about right. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I could I could see Mark? it being a like a twenty one ten type game. I was I would go somewhere I'd probably go right there, but I would say probably like twenty one fourteen. Right, right. Yeah, that, that respectable. Yeah, that's respectable. But you know. for me, too close for comfort would be like 24-23. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I, uh, would pro- I would be sitting there looking at that score like, how? If it Well, I mean, if we're sitting there and one of us is up 23-17, to 17, I guarantee you all my finger – I mean, if, if, it's, if it's the job, all my fingernails and toenails will be gone. Okay, and I can't reach my toenails, so and I don't know how that's going to happen. Think about how pretty good this Titans offense is with the additions of Robert Woods, right? Coming off an ACL injury, you have the rookie in Traylon Burks, uh, Nick Westbrook, Kina, Kyle Phillips is a very effective return man for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Just well, go, mean, just go look at that. What game was I think it was like I think it was Tampa. Had like a forty-something yard return on a punt. Let me. So I hear you, but let I'm going to raise you a Kenny Galladay, who right. a lot of the who believes who believes the fan base believes he's underpaid and has yet to perform, and has yet to score a touchdown. A Cadavius uh, Tony who, again, believes yet to score a touchdown and has yet to perform to his number one draft pick. And Sterling he Shepard. <laughs> he wants – right. And, and why does he want to trade? Because we're not a successful team. Winning cures all. Yes. And uh, Barkley, who's hungry, uh, Shep. Um, who do we have? It. Oh, yeah, Bellinger. I mean, yeah. we, we have a rookie Bellinger that we're going to be the uh, developing. The tight end, yes. Um, and of course, Daniel Jones. Oh, don't forget. Um, I don't know. Did y'all release uh Jalen Weidermeyer? Or no, that, that's uh Buffalo. Sorry, yeah, uh, that name did not sound familiar. Yeah, um, it's, it's Buffalo, the tight end from Texas AM, right? Right, yeah, no, we have uh Tanner Hudson as the backup to uh, uh, from uh, Bellinger. Um, so we have a pretty, I believe we have a pretty stacked roster as well. And I mean, and, and, and Slayton, um, I gotta, I'm, I gotta give him a shout out because he took a pay cut to, to stay, stay on the team. And I think he understands what's at stake. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I gotta give him props for doing that. You know, he's making a sacrifice for the team. I mean, let's be fair. I'm assuming if he didn't, you know, go ahead and take that pay cut, that he was going to possibly get released. And nobody wants to get released. He still believes he has a lot to prove. Um, 
and Shepard, he, you know, he's on a one-year deal. Um, and I know he wants to continue to be a giant. So yeah, we have a, we have a pretty stacked roster as well. Offensively, because, well, let me ask you this as a Titan, as a Titan fan going into this game, who do you, who do you think you need to stop? Because for us, obviously it's Derrick Henry. I believe if we stop Derrick Henry and or at least slow him down. Well, right, right. Slow him down. You know, he's probably going to get 80, you know, keep him under a hundred. If we can keep him under a hundred, however we do it. Because Titans make, have make Tannehill have, beat us. You know, Titans have Titans have two losses when he's rushed for over a hundred. Right. Other than, other than those two losses, he's perfect. Right. So for me, Coming from an offensive standpoint, looking at y'all's defense, a guy that if I was the Titans offense coordinator, I would try to pinpoint to slow down is Leonard Williams. Right. And then for somebody like when y'all's inside linebackers or that defensive line to beat us, but not let Leonard Williams interrupt this game. Right. Because I, I think Thibodeau, it, it's going to be key for Thibodeau because if if he, if if he does not start, then um, then I think if if I mean obviously you'll have to double team Williams, but you, you can't forget about Dex, sexy yeah. Dexy. <laughs> you know you don't want him to do a dance, you know with with Tannehill on the ground because that's all we need to see to get hype. Um. But I mean, you have to respect Leonard Williams, but you also got to oh, yeah. respect Dexter Lawrence. And and if Thibodeau's in there as well, you know he's going to be a danger on the edge. And I, and I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I'm just getting hype. I'm I'm just getting. And of course, the one position on the Titans' offensive line that I'm really, really, really concerned about is right tackle. We have a rookie starting at right tackle. Yeah. Can he hold can he hold up against this um Giants pass rush, pass rush? I don't really know. To be fair, we also have a rookie right tackle as well. Evan Neal. Oh, out of um Alabama. Alabama, yeah. So but I was looking so kickoff, of course, running down through some of these games. Buffalo and LA kick off tomorrow night on NBC and I think it's 8:20 Eastern. Sunday night you have Tampa Bay at Dallas. Monday night Denver at Seattle. Those are your Nash, those are your primetime games for week 1. But let's head down to Tennessee and the New York Giants. Of course, that is a 325 Central, 425 Eastern kickoff. And the broadcast team on that game is none other than New York Jack quarterback Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and Kevin Colger. Okay. Or Kugler. Okay. That is the bro- those are the two broadcast guys on that game. Titans Giants, 425 Eastern, seven or 325 Central. On C on or on Fox. So of course, Sneegy, thank you for coming and taking time out of your night to come hang out, talk Titans Giants ahead of that of this week one matchup. 
again, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really do appreciate this. And of course, let's. I'm going to throw your. You don't have any other thing, any social media other than Face or Twitter, right? Oh no, I got uh, I got Twitter, uh, Sneaky G Man. I have TikTok, Sneaky G Man Eleven. Uh, I'll tell you what, just Google me, Google Sneaky G Man, and, and uh, it'll pop up. It'll pop. I'm on I'm on YouTube, uh, Clapper, uh, and that's Clapper, not. N- not i got the clap i'm on clapper it's a social media uh i got uh facebook instagram snapchat which i have no idea what the hell i'm doing there um i, I even still have my old myspace so oh, uh, wow. i got i got everything i got everything myspace is a thing you don't hear about nowadays no you don't <laughs> i just aged myself right there <laughs> well as, as i said again thank you for taking time out of your evening to come sit down, talk Titans giants. Uh, and I, I just got one last thing to say. Uh, let's go giants. Ow. Okay. And I'm done. Well, Titans fans, that was sneaky G man. And yes, he is a giants fan, but Titans fans, I always say stay classy and tighten up. And just a quick announcement before we get out of here today, on Monday afternoon, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 Central, we'll be joined by Jill Jelnick from Fox 17 to do the recap of Titans Giants. As I said before, and I'm going to say it again, Titans fans, stay classy and tighten up. Tighten up! Let's get Titans up! Titans up! Step, step, step.